play. It's time for Around the Ozarks in 5. Here are your hosts, Ethan and Sarah Foreheads. Happy Thursday to you. Hope you're doing well. Diana's doing well. Drinking some coffee this morning, Diana, it looks like. It's delicious. It's the way (laughs) I start my day, every day. And listen, that's the way you got to start your day. Uh, Me as well. I drink about uh, 20, 30 ounces or so. Really? then Then I'm ready. I do it over. We're the like neck few... and neck. I drink so much coffee; it's probably bad yeah. for me, but whatever. I do it over the course of a few hours, uh, but but I down it. I get it down. Uh, all right, let's start with some news on this okay. Thursday. Uh, all right, uh, we know the state of Missouri saw eight and a half million dollars worth of recreational marijuana sold on the very first weekend, which was last weekend. Uh, now, some cities across the state are talking about making it illegal in their cities. Lebanon is one of them. The city will put it to a vote of citizens in November of next year. It has to be next year asking voters whether recreational pot sales should be banned inside city limits. Uh, And if so, it would take a yes vote of 60 percent of the population of Lebanon that votes 60 percent of the vote uh, Mm -hmm. in order to make that ban law in Lebanon. That's interesting. I didn't realize that you could do that with the state law, but apparently you can. Seems a little uh, late, though. Like that <laughs> ship has already sailed, you know. The ship has sailed, that's for sure. There's already at least one uh, recreational pot business uh, seller in Lebanon that I know of, uh, mm. and maybe more. But we'll see what happens with the vote. Uh, see if they okay. get 60%. Maybe maybe they can. Maybe they can't. Okay. Uh, you may have heard about this. Haunted house in Springfield may be subject to imminent domain claim by the city. Uh, The Hotel of Terror, we all have heard of that on Main Mm. Street. Many people have been there. Mm -hmm. Downtown Springfield uh, is part of a plan to renew and rejuvenate Jordan Valley Creek. Uh, And the the Hotel of Terror doesn't factor in to the rejuvenation. (laughs) It doesn't fit with that. (laughs) It really doesn't. Yeah. So the city's made offers to the owner before, but he now says those are woefully low. And he's been saying that. Uh, and, and wouldn't even be enough, he says, to pay for half of a new property to house a haunted house. Uh, the Hotel of Terror has been in downtown Springfield since 1978, so quite a while. Uh, the city council is expected to vote on the issue coming up February 21st. So we'll see. Do you think he's just holding out for them to just give him more money? <laughs> well, yeah, he says that. I, he's, yeah. he, he says if you, he thinks that he, well, he, it, for him, it's not a fair offer because mm-hmm. he's going to have to relocate. He's going to have to build this uh, or at least rebuild this haunted house. A creepy looking old building. <laughs> right. Right. And retrofit it to be scary in a safe way, I guess. I don't know. Uh, but he says they're not even close to what it mm. would cost him. Yeah. Have you ever been in Hotel of Terror? I haven't. I've driven by it many, many times. But I oh, have, I have been, been in and it was very scary. I won't terror. go into that story here, but terrory. It was terror of my life. Well, uh, switching to uh, other terrors, maybe no, this terrible transition, but lawmakers, <laughs> lawmakers in Jefferson City, this is no dig to lawmakers. Thank you for what you do. But lawmakers in Jefferson City are considering a bill that would prevent teachers from instructing students on sexual orientation and gender identity from kindergarten through high school unless it is done with parents' permission and by a mental health provider. It covers public schools and charter schools, and it's similar to a law passed in Florida last year. So that's 
We will see I mean, how that turns out in the state legislature. Uh, and and it'll be interesting to know what the majority of parents think about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm curious to see what parents think. I have some strong feelings about that. But uh, So, speaking of other strong feelings, Missouri Senator Josh Hawley, he wants to put a minimum age on when kids can be on social media. That age would be 16 years old. Holly has been an outspoken critic for big tech and social media platforms, arguing that tech companies have engaged in harmful practices that put profits over, quote, protecting kids, end quote. He also wants a congressional health study on the impact of social media on kids, which I don't know how many of those have been done, but I think for parents who've had kids on social media, it's like once you open that floodgate, it's hard to bring it back in. Man, I mean, I would love to see the results of that congressional health study if it's truly looked at. Uh, because is it is it just coincidence that all of these the the depression started in in earnest and uh, the suicides among kids, things right. that that we never heard of in large numbers, and now we're it's it's becoming an epidemic mm-hmm. uh, in our well society. bullying. I mean, there's right. online bullying now Absolutely. that was never a problem before. I mean, you had in person bullying, right? But now right. you've got the whole online stuff, which is just terrible. And yeah, yeah, the and how many kids lie about their age, anyways? So I'm sitting oh. there thinking, okay, well, and then YouTube, right? Like YouTube's a social media outlet that I feel mm-hmm. like is a little bit different than the Facebook and TikToks and well I, I just think hmm. for our kids social media is is horrible. We're preventing ours from being on it uh for as long as we possibly can mm-hmm. just because I don't think anything good comes out of kid I don't know that adults get a lot of good out of it honestly but but for kids uh it can be so detrimental uh, mm-hmm. so I don't know. 16 sounds fine to me. I mean, you have to be 16 to drive. If we, I, I right. think the study is key. If they yeah. do that study and they can l- make the link as so many executives from those companies have left and now made saying mm-hmm. that, you know, these, these companies created the technology to be addictive to kids. Yeah. Uh, you know, if we could start linking, uh, the, the social media to the actual problems in society, then, then there you mm-hmm. go. There you go. Well, I mean, I have friends and stuff that have done, and I've even done a social media fast. And as adults, when you're off of social media for 30 days, you know, at first you might miss it, but it's kind of a good thing in the long run. So yeah, it'd be good for kids too. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, it is. What else is going on? Uh, let's see here. Missouri Governor Mike Parson will soon have two state Supreme Court judges to appoint. Uh, judges Patricia Breckenridge and George Draper are planning to retire this fall as they near the age of 70, which I didn't realize this, but Missouri's retirement age for judges is 70. Hmm. You can go longer, but you forfeit your retirement. <laughs> so okay, they all fail out right before 70. You know what wow. I mean? Wow. Uh, I didn't realize that was the the law in Missouri, but mm-hmm. it is. So uh, they're getting out right before they turn 70 so they could have their pension and their retirement. Uh, the appointments for Governor Parson will be his second and third to the high court of the state. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, there's this congratulations to Missouri State's Biz- College of Business. Uh, U.S. News and World Report just ranked the university's online bachelor's degrees in business number 32 
in the whole country. That's pretty good. Wow. Yeah. Last year, they were ranked uh, 51 out of the country. So that's great. Hmm. Uh, the list looks at several criteria, including academic offerings, the courses, affordability, uh, among other things. So that's, uh, I think that's pretty impressive for Missouri State. Good for them. Yeah. Makes me want to go back to school to get my business degree. <laughs> Does it? Not me. I don't know. It'd take a lot for me to want to go back to college, yeah. but <laughs> I think there it would, I don't know what would have to happen for me to go back to college, but it would have to be something big. There's a lot of people that enjoy college and love education and learning. I am, I, I don't think we fit into that category, Ethan. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm good. Check mark. Got the yeah. degree. Bye. Done that done that i could prove it if i have to uh all right let's check out the weather uh today's going to be a pretty nice day 51 degrees sunshine out there out there after all the uh, the rain that we've had over the last couple of days Finally. uh and then tomorrow maybe some snow flurries stop as, it yeah the high is 36 the low is 20 so it's going to get really cold oh. because it's been kind of warm here for us can spring just hurry up and get here i bought uh, some little yeah. seedlings the other day like little seeds i'm like oh Aww. there's hope <laughs> Wait I'm not going to play them yet, but... Yeah, it'll be a while. Uh, Saturday, sunshine, 48. That'll be nice as well. Uh, Sunday, 58. So we're going to warm up pretty quick. The cold weather this winter has not lasted very long, mm. which uh, has been fine for me. Just a taste, and then it's out. Uh, and then next mm -hmm. week, it looks like 50s, 40s, uh, and more rain chances. So <sighs> we can maybe catch up on the rain. My backyard is a mud pit right now. Yeah, so right. come on, son. Dry it up. All right. Well, the Finley River is getting another multi-million dollar project. It's already it has obviously the mill in Ozark, and now it's getting a wedding venue, a restaurant and bar, cabins to rent, wagons for glamping, horseback riding, and more in Sparta. So this project will be located at the Shook Farms, a site of Bison and Clydesdale Farm, and they will be called the Finley River Outpost. Groundbreaking wow. is tomorrow. So that is exciting. Yeah. That sounds cool. I want to go glamp in a wagon. In a wagon. I wonder what for that's For one like. night. I'm good yeah. to camp for about one maybe two nights but well then glamping <laughs> is for you glamping yeah. is for you uh and you get to see the clydesdales out there i didn't yeah realize and bison yeah. yeah i think that's fantastic and listen christian county is getting another big uh attraction that's nice that's exciting yay yeah. ozarks well, the big game is coming up, Super Bowl Sunday. It is coming up in just three days. The Chiefs remain in Arizona preparing to face off the Philadelphia Eagles. And interestingly, this year's Super Bowl features a rare matchup of NFL's top two teams from the regular season, the Eagles and the Chiefs. They were the league's only 14-game winners, marking just the sixth time since 1970 that squads with sole sole possession of the two best records of the regular season met for the championship. So I saw something on social media that matched them up like Kelsey and Kelsey and, and all of that. And it was really neat to see it side by side. So huh. hmm. that's cool. And that's uh, that stat is a little bit surprising to me because I kind of look at football as a game where the best team normally wins the game. I, mm -hmm. I feel like that's true. So it's weird that the, that the two best teams all season long don't meet very often in the Super Bowl. That means that somewhere in the playoffs, yeah. maybe the best team didn't win somehow. I don't know. That's interesting. I don't know. I think the Chiefs are the best team ever. So go Chiefs. They'll, pro 
they'll prove it get them again yeah 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 Yeah. hey this is super cool uh to close us out 12 year old boy battling a nervous system disorder huge chiefs fan by the way will be at the super bowl in person the make a wish foundation which is uh, such a great organization yeah uh, is making that happen for 12 year old gavin uh he will get to brush shoulders with the nfl's biggest stars on the red carpet at the nfl honors event that's tonight uh he'll get a private tour of the stadium and the super bowl experience tomorrow uh and then he will be at the game in person to watch his beloved oh. chiefs take on the eagles in the super bowl on sunday isn't that cool that is amazing. I mean, talk about making his day. Yeah. I mean, make his whole life, right? Right, right. Just one small thing can just change someone's whole outlook, I'm sure. Yeah. Like, what a, he probably a, could use that. So, Oh, and his that. family gets to go and just experience so that cool. together with him. Great memories. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think they're doing it for 16 kids, the Make-A-Wish Foundation. <gasps> taking 16 oh, my kids. goodness. So he's not the only one. He's not the only one. There's going to be, I think, 16 that will be there as part of this. Yeah. And he's the wow. big K- Kansas City Chief. There might be more. I know of him as the big Kansas City wow. Chiefs fan. Isn't that neat? Well, that's awesome. Yeah. I feel like we should tell the people, go make someone's day. I mean, ending on that story. Yeah. Go make it a great like Thursday, go make someone's day. Makes you want to do something. Go take them to the Super Bowl with you. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You can take me. Uh, All right. Hey, thanks for watching. Hope you have a great Thursday and we'll see you right right back here uh, tomorrow morning. All right. Bye. Bye. It's thinking. I don't know what it's thinking about, but it's thinking about ending this. <laughs> We're this stuck is, here. This is the B-roll. Because the clock hey, is still ticking, isn't it? Yeah, the it is. The clock is still ticking.